When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Movie Trivia Showdown Season 7. That's Mark Ellis. I'm Christian Harloff. We will see you this season. What you will have is a draft. Elliot Dewberry. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, he's taking Dewberry. Hell deserves to be raised. Hell and wins. It's coming at you. Is that it? I'm here to take this division by storm. Champion of the world once again. And look, I'll be honest. I didn't know how virtual Schmodown would work. I don't know if I've seen as much hype for the league as I have seen these last few weeks. Yeah! <laughs> oh. you did it! You did that! figured out about the Shmominati. War. That is right. It's an all-out faction war. Champion of the world once again. The season has begun. War has begun. Season 8 war is upon us, and it is indeed fantastic.
Bateman. I need to talk to Bateman. Welcome back, movie trivia schmodown fans. Season 8, it's a starting. War is upon us. Welcome back. Woo, Mark Ellis, we are ready to go. What a great pay-per-view we had. Two massive matches, and now the regular season, it begins, pal. Oh, this is so exciting, Christian. And not only is it the new beginning of Season 8 War, as far as the regular season goes, but it's also the debut of the movie Trivia Schmodan in the inner gate and in any single scene of these two gentlemen that are about to be taking center stage. We got fresh meat, Christian. Two rookies go head-to-head. One of them is going to have an undefeated record in the inner geekdom. That's absolutely right. This whole offseason was about the rookies who are these rookies because we opened it up for the first time because of the digital age auditions were out we, we put out the call hey you think you're good enough for the movie trivia schmodown and hundreds people said yep i'm ready and a few made the cut and two of those competitors today and not only are they two rookies one of those men amaru moses was the number one overall pick for the Schmodown. And you have Jesse Swift, who made a big campaign for himself. This guy was all over the Facebook groups. He was everywhere. I was surprised he wasn't in my front porch at one point. He was everywhere. And he got himself drafted by the Quirky Mercs. Now, can they deliver on the inner geekdom level? We're going to find out today. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Swift was doing everything. He was meeting strangers, kissing babies, putting election buttons on folks, but he got the job done. And as far as Moses is concerned, well, I think he is one of those that you have that number one draft status, which is great. But Christian, as you know, that also puts a target on your back. So if Swift wants to come in playing the role of the underdog, that's just fine. He can play to the camera. Can Amaru Moses defeat him in trivia? That's going to be the big question here. It is because anytime you are the number one overall pick when it comes to the when when I say that Mara Kanopic of course was the number one overall pick but uh, Amaru was the, the the first pick for the suspects so and as a rookie the first rookie to be picked so there is going to be some pressure and the fact that there was a lot of buzz on this kid a lot of a lot of people wanted to wanted to see could he be the IG player for them and Sam said he's going to be my IG player and that's what we got today but Nerd Chronic. He's been looking at it. He's been figuring it out. He's been showing you what is the story of Swift and Moses. Here you go. I don't like that that we use the term rookie to mean, oh, unproven. You can't say anything's a lock. So you just got to go with your gut. You got to trust your instinct. And I want Amaru Moses. What up, family? It's your boy, Amaru, and I am here for my very first Schmodown match. Who am I going up against? And I've only seen one person as obsessed with the Schmodown as Bibbs, and I've already got Bibbs, and that's Jesse Swift. Oh! A rookie that uh, showed up with the promos that seems to live and breathe the geekdom world. He walks the walk, talks the talk. Now I'm excited to see him play. 
always wanted to hang out with Koi. Yeah, <laughs> you know, rejects. I think it'll be a blast. Hey, everybody, it's Jesse Swift. You slows don't know what you're up against. You're not ready for this bag of tricks. Amaru, come and try counting this. My God, I congratulate you. Because you took yourself from somebody that nobody's ever heard of to a name everybody knows. My God. He is... He's a very eager beaver, that one. He is, one. he is. And you are on our faction, so I can just jump in all the way. I will get that belt, and I'm not giving it back. Let's bring some of the other factions down a peg. It's just, uh, who wants the ultimate weapon? But just like everybody now knows you, fam, you know me. You know the work that I put in. You know the experience I have. You know my knowledge. Anyone who was, oh my God, he went second. Of course he went second. Amaru Moses ain't no rookie. All right, fine. He hasn't played a Schmodown match. But this is a man who was born for inner geekdom. You in the league, you're definitely that. I would say you're in. The, you're probably that name. You're that, you seem to be the fan league name that uh, that is coming up the most. Sam picked me up as the first out of the fan league for, for a reason. He knew what we can do. No way we're not making sure all four of us get our names out there um, because it's, it's that's what we do. We will learn you. We'll let you know. I've seen your wins in the fan league. They've certainly got me intrigued, but you're going to get paddled up the creek when you get hit with battle fatigue. Jesse, the Jackal Swift, kicks off the season. The quirky mercs kick off the season. I have my eyes on him, I'm not going to lie. He's a very impressive rookie. But you're about to see the same thing that happened between Mike and Perry and Greg and everyone and John and everyone happened with Jesse versus Amaru. He's got something you can base an opinion off. Right now, I'm a mouth until I get in front of people. Um, and so you can't have an upset unless everyone's voting the other way. I've said my piece. I'm almost done. Sorry to see you start at 0-1. I can be nice, but if you come at me, best believe you hear it. I'm going to let my game do the talk. We'll go ahead and get the suspects this way. Ooh, I'm hyped up already. I am ready to go. You look at it. Amaru's part of that uh, the, the fan league four, as they've been calling themselves, and he and and they all got drafted. And he is he's he's this kid. There's something about him. He's beloved already. People really like this guy. He doesn't come off cocky. He doesn't come. He just comes off. I know my stuff. I want to play. Respectful to the game. And Swift is the same thing. Swift is like I know this league. I know what's come before me. I just want to play. They're both hyped up. I'm hyped up to see them both play, and I'm, I, I want to see what these kids got. Yeah, Christian, did anybody tell Coy and Sam there's like an offseason? They can just chill and relax. They're in midseason promo form already, and you'll love to see it. I mean, we're kicking off our regular season of Inner Geekdom as it stands, and the excitement could not be more palatable. Glad you're here to call it with me, partner. Same here, my man, and I take that. That means you're ready to go. I appreciate you asking the question, but you can infer that, yes, I am indeed prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Division. Introducing first, 
representing the Quirky Mercs, making his Schmodown debut. This is the Jackal, Jesse Swift. Jesse Swift, the Jackal. We quirk, we murk, we smirk. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse is here. Jesse, you made a big campaign for yourself. Someone like a Schmodown politician, if you will. But now you are here, and it's you've said it. It is somewhat surreal for you. How do you feel going into this match with Amaru? Uh I feel I feel incredible, Christian. And uh, the years that I've waited to hear my name shouted in front of the Schmodown is just, like you said, surreal. Took the words out of my mouth. And I couldn't have asked for a more incredible faction manager. I'm so excited to be here. And if I could have picked just the most exciting um, first match, this would have been it. So great job, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, Jesse, you 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 are a rookie, but you got Luke Skywalker's veteran lightsaber color behind you, and you also have one of the best in the business as your manager. You're wearing him upon your shirt. What does it mean to have a Koi Jander in your corner? What have you all been talking about in the hours leading up to right now? Oh, well, it's just been a little bit of everything. One of the things that got me the most excited about the Quirky Mercs is not only do I have a team of people that are just invested in the Schmodown, invested in trivia, but I now have a new circle of friends. My my circle of friends just times by five, which maybe that's not saying a whole lot, but I've been having an awesome time. We're talking about Mortal Kombat. We're talking about Back to the Future. We're working on strengths. We're working on weaknesses. And then me and Koi have a bonding over Saga, an amazing comic, and it's just been a lot of fun i've been enjoying every minute of it the chats have been off the hook it's been just gift battle back and forth and uh i couldn't be happier all right well congratulations to the jackal here as you have made it to the schmodown and now it is time to meet your opponent and his opponent representing the usual suspects making his Schmodown debut, Amaru Moses. Amaru Moses is here. Amaru, man, the hype is real, my friend. I mean, it has been something else. The number one pick for the usual suspects. The fact that you got drafted in with all of your friends from the fan leagues. What's it been like in the offseason, man? And what's it like to make it to the dance? Man, it's just been absolutely crazy. First off, I want to thank you for um, uh, making that correction. I, I don't want to see Mari in the future and have her be mad at me for taking her spot. So I appreciate that. Um, but in general, you mentioned it, Family Four, I, I would not have been able to do this without them by my side. And now I wouldn't be able to get to this point without uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the, the chairman of, of the usual suspects and, and the boss lady, the first lady as well. Um, I'm, I'm hella excited to be here. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's a pretty good uh, coach-manager situation you got as far as inner geekdom goes. What has, it's the same question I asked Jesse, what has the, the last few days and even hours, minutes, seconds before right now been like as far as you working with your new faction and your new manager as far as preparation for the event that's about to take place? It's, it's first and foremost been just making sure I'm good, make sure I'm relaxed, make sure I know what I can do, and then 
whether uh, it's between uh, groups of IG, whether it's uh, me helping out uh, singles and teams, singles and teams helping me out, Sam, Rachel uh, doing mock matches and, and um, study sessions. We have just been a very intertwined group of people just trying to help each other out as best as we can. And, and me kind of coming up first, I've been I've been getting a lot of help from a lot of people. And this faction is is the faction for me. This is the one that, that, that is, is pushing me forward, and I'm, I'm so ready to go. Swift, Moses, and Mark, round number one. How's it go? Round number one, it is inner geekdom, and it is still 10 questions in round number one. It's still worth a point apiece. If you miss a question, don't sweat it. There's no penalty for that. You also do not have the option of stealing because the questions are asked to the field. Each and every question is worth one point however and on top of that if you hear a question and you don't have time to write down your answer you need more time to think about it get it from the back of the brain to the front of the brain use a jte well you have three of them you can use throughout the three round match here today in the event that either competitor or both gets a perfect round number one all 10 questions correct we'll ask a bonus question also worth a point and christian they also each have one challenge to be utilized the competitor may say hey i think that should be a challenge and we'll bring their manager in. they can quickly confer confirm ratify that said challenge is taking place we pray to god every night it doesn't happen but if it does we're prepared christian back to you at the news desk all right well we start with moses are you ready Yes, sir. Swift, are you ready? Oh, he's frozen in carbonite. Yes, Jesse, sir. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. Gentlemen, here we go. The first question is in the realm of Alien and Predator. Ooh. Who plays Dylan? Dutch's war buddy and CIA operative in 1987's Predator. Hey, Christian, did you hear my, my carbonite reference? That's a that's an inner geekdom. Yeah, I got you. Um, I like it's an inside that. reference. You feel like one of those like older guys just trying to like be hip. <laughs> Five. <laughs> four. Your kids like Stanky, please. Sorry. Yeah, first one. First one for Swift. Who plays Dylan? Dutch's war buddy and CIA operative in 1987's Predator. All right, so five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, Amaru. Carl Weathers. Yes, sir. Nice board. And Swift. Carl Weathers. All right, tie game. Next one. Peace. As we go into question number two, both competitors on the board. Hey, they got their first showdown point. All right. And we move on to the world of DC movies. And the query, James Marsden, Frank Langella, and Kate Bosworth appear in what 2006 DC film? Can we just start the Carl Weathers trivia showdown? I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I think we could probably get him to guest. I would love that. Can you... Five. Answer more than he can. Four. I don't know. Three, <laughs> two, one. Pens down. Hands up. And Jesse Swift said, "Superman Returns." It is Amaru. Superman Returns. Yep. All right. Here we go. Next question, gentlemen. Question three is in the realm of Middle Earth. In the Two Towers, which character says the following line? Dark have been my dreams of late. All right, Christian, both competitors looking confident, and uh, Amaru looks like he might be able to draw up the triangle offense as well. I want to give you a correction, and it's Amaru. I said, that's what I said. You said Amaru. Five. I said Amaru. Four. You did not. Three, 
two, one. Pens down, please. Hands up. And we start with Amaru. Amaru, technically, but it's Faden King. Faden King is correct. And Swift. Should have gone with my first guess, but I said Saruman. All right. So Amaru cuts first. And we get to the next one. All right. Between Amaru and Jesse. Here it is. Oh, good. It's in Christian's favorite category. Transformers. (laughs) Young man. And here's the question for a point. Travis Knight directed which film in the Transformers franchise? Where do you rank childhood favorites? I'm going to give you He-Man, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. You're, well, what, it's a loaded question. Are we talking movies or cart, uh, anime? It's it's even, some other Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Pens down, hands up, and Jesse Swift. Is it Bumblebee? It is. Amaru. Bumblebee. Yep. All right. So Amaru right now is perfect as we are 4-3. Jesse only one point behind as we get to our next question in the realm of Marvel films. Who plays the Sandman in Spider-Man 3? Just trying my best to not reference a great metal band right now. Yeah, don't do it. Do, do, do. Stop that. Stop this. Five, four, three. Two, one. Pens down, please. Hands up. And we start with Amaru. Thomas Hayden Church. It is. Jesse. Thomas Hayden Church. Five, four. Moses up by one as we get to our next question. That's right. We exit the world of Spider-Man movies and we enter the world of the wizarding world. Here it is. In Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Newt's Commander rescued a Thunderbird from traffickers in what country? <laughs> and that's the that's the yeah. writers doing something. I was long asleep by that point in the movie. You PJ Campbell with a massive grin on his face right now. <laughs> Just like Dr. Evil in his lair. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Jesse. This is France. That is incorrect. Amaru? said Brazil. Mm, we're looking for Egypt. All right, so one point separates them still. 5-4 as we get to our next question. And this is new category, Planet of the Apes. Woo. Who plays the character of George Taylor, who's an astronaut whose spacecraft crashes into a lake on an unknown planet in 1968's Planet of the Apes? Would you say the most famous three words in Schmo's No History are apes on horses? Uh, it's pretty close. It's my one of my favorite shirts that we've ever done. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was a good shirt. And five. Bring it back. Four. Three. I need that, JT. Two. All right. Second one for Jesse. Here it is. Who plays George Taylor, an astronaut whose spacecraft crashes into a lake on an unknown planet in 1968's The Planet of the Apes? It's also a less fun chapter in Schmo's No History with. <laughs> One, five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and we start with Amaru. Charlton Heston. It is. Jesse. Charlton Heston. All right. So both get it. 
Swift does use his second JTE with one remaining. And we get to our next question, Mark. It is question number eight. Yeah, and how about this? Swashbuckling adventure. Ah, you got to love it. Here's the query. Who plays Alejandro Marietta's love interest, Elena Montero, in 1998's The Mask of Zorro? Good match thus far with the two rooks, as we see is score six five, only one point separating a mark so yeah. far. Seems like they've been here once or twice yeah. or thirty times. Or at least watch the game. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and Jesse uh, Swift. What do you got? Is it Catherine Zeta Jones? It is. And Amaru. Catherine Zeta Jones. All right. So this is the ninth question. The ninth question in the round. One point separating graphic novels, graphic novels. Who directed the 2009 adaptation of the Alan Moore graphic novel Watchmen? I like how you said that. You like that one better than X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you said the two words. Yeah, but it's X-Men. It's connected. X-Men. Five, four, three, two. One pens down, hands up, and I'm gonna. Zack Snyder. Yes, Jesse. Zack Snyder. Seven six seven six. We see ourselves right now. Oh, excuse me, eight seven eight seven eight seven. As we get to our final question in the round, Mark, what do you got? That's right, and that is in the world of get this, Christian, dystopian future and time travel. Loving it. I'm loving the new categories. Dystopian future for the dog is that I didn't feed her yet. Here's the question for the gentleman for one point. Who plays the T-1000 in Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Terminator 2 Judgment Day or Judgment Night, the Emilio Estevez film? What's better? Going to have to go with five, (laughs) four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, and we start with Jesse. I don't know if that's the real name. Robert Kirkland? That is incorrect. Amaru? Robert Patrick. Yes, Amaru going up by two there as he finds himself now with a two-point lead over Swift. 9-7, Mark, as we lead into round number two. Get pumped up even more. I, if you've been watching anything I've been doing, you've, hear, you've heard me raving about Stereo. It's a brand new app. I absolutely love it. I've been using it every day. I've been interacting with you guys, and I know a ton of you guys are going to be doing Stereos uh, after the draft. Hell, some of you might be doing Stereo right now. What is it? Stereo app, it's got thousands of live social conversations going on at the same time with a wide range for genres for every interest. It's got news. It's got comedy. It's got sports. It's got schmodown. It's got all of that. You choose whether you want to be a co-host of a stream or or you just participate as a guest and simply listen in on exclusive conversations. You can send in questions. Uh, it's, It's super interactive. You click the share button to help people out. There's a clap button and you start to really listen in on conversation and get to interact with people that you normally won't, wouldn't be able to. It's really great. I love it. I've been addicted to it. Everybody on SEN has been. And it also is it's a one it's one thing where people always ask, how do I podcast? I've never podcasted before. I've wanted a podcast. This is so easy. You put earbuds in, you talk to somebody else, you talk to somebody in this community, you talk to somebody, one of your friends, you start your own thing, you hashtag in movies, you set it up, you set up your own stream, you know when to do it. It's incredible. SEN, the after show that we've been doing, uh, it's every day, 12 o'clock. It's just Brett and myself cutting up 
jokes and just being morons. And, and it's been a lot of fun taking the questions from you guys. The Schmodown show that I've been doing, I had Ben Bateman on there. I'm going to have other managers. I want might, might want to do one tonight after this draft, to be honest, and kind of break down some more stuff about what we just saw after shows are doing it. It's, it's starting to catch on and you can get ahead of the curve if you join. All you got to do is go to Stereo.com slash Christian Harloff. I'm already, I'm almost at a thousand followers. I would love to get to a thousand followers by the time we finish up here today on the draft. If you're able to do that today, please head on over there. Stereo.com. Sign up. Follow me. Follow some of your favorite Schmodown personalities. Go on over there. It's really great. You can you can interact with me. So if I do something for the draft after this and you want to talk to me or get my thoughts on a particular thing that happened, hey Christian, what did you think about the uh the pickup that uh Sam Levine got? And I'll hear you and I'll be able to place a voice with a name, something that we've wanted to do for a very long time. And now we can do it. It's great. It's live social conversation. It's amazing. Uh, Once again, you can be the co-host or you can just listen into a conversation. Uh, Join us. You can join us for the shows that we do for Sith Council. I do it every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for the Brett and Christian comedy show or just SEN personalities. You can join us every day, Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And then there's random days, maybe like on a Wednesday at like four o'clock, I'll do a Schmodown show. So there's a lot of stuff already happening on that app so go ahead check it out please go and join stereo today i promise you you're getting ahead of the curve stereo.com slash christian harlow what are the rules around number two the rules of round number two are as follows it's the wheel round the wheel that it could be a dystopian future fate doom justice all of those things the wheel hath brought and will bring it again. Each competitor gets a spin. Yeah, your first spin at that third wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're going to have five questions in that particular realm. Each question is worth two points. You're not sure of the answer? You're going to want to ask us for multiple choice. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. The reason why you do that is because stealing is available by your opponent in round number two. So, Christian, Amaru now has a big question to answer, but it's not for points. It's simply, would he like to spin first or defer to his swift opponent? <laughs> um, I would like to defer, please. Are right, you going to defer. So we're going to drop out Amaru. Koi, you're going to get 60 seconds with Jesse starting now. This Hi, is Koi. my IG guy, man. Hi, Jesse. You did it. You got your first Hi. taste of a point. You got your first loss and didn't stumble. You round all the way through. I love you didn't hesitate. I love that you got every single point that you did with the JTE. You didn't lose anything with those JTEs. You got one left. How you feeling, man? You're, you're in the showdown. I'm, yeah, I am in the showdown. I'm feeling all right. Um, I had one that uh, I just had to change a letter like in, in one of them, but I was like, I, I didn't want to get it wrong on a letter or a couple letters. So uh, fix that. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. I wish I didn't use two JTEs, but uh, I'm moving past it. We're going into round two. I'm excited. to, Lady Luck, let's have a spin. We've had some incredible round twos with you. I'm really excited for this, and I enjoy Costco whiskey as well as anybody, so I get your Kirkland. I understand, so let's handle this round two. I, I, I'm very confident. All right, here That's we go. Here is the wheel. Thank you, Koi. And the wheel is up. Jesse, here is your spin. It is in. By the pegs. Did I? Now Did I hear that right? Does Kirkland, the water company, also make Kirkland whiskey? Could be. I will, I will have it on camera between rounds. Wow. And Star Trek, 60 seconds to decide if Star Trek is category you want to stay with. Uh, Now, Jesse, this is one we have talked about. What do you think? 
Uh, so if uh, this was my second spin and I got stuck with it, I'd be feeling okay. But I think that there is a whole other half of a wheel that I could score some more points in. So let's I, spin again. I agree. Okay. It's lower than 70%, so let's spin again. All right, here it is. So whatever Jesse gets here now, he's going to have to take, and then we'll bring Amaru back in. And here is the wheel by, well, spin, excuse me, by Jesse. And we're landing on comic book movies. All right, Jesse, you're going to have four questions, excuse me, five questions in the realm of comic book movies. Are you ready? I couldn't be more ready. Okay, here we go. Here's the first one. Which comic book film features supporting performances from Peter Boyle, Ian McKellen, and Tim Curry? Mm. I'd like to ask for multiple choice, please. Sure. Is it A, The Shadow, B, The Phantom, C, The Spirit, D, Bulletproof Monk? Uh, A. A, The Shadow? Yes. Correct. All right. So A is correct. Just to remember, just to reiterate to our both our competitors, just make sure you say uh, whatever A the answer is, or A for Apple, B for Boy. So we so we know. All right. So that is correct. Here is your next question. Here you go. Who plays the villainous character of Sloane in 2008's Wanted? Is that Angelina Jolie? It's incorrect. Amaru, chance for the steal here. Who plays the villainous character of Sloan in 2008's Wanted? Five, four, three, two. Sophia Batella. Looking for Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is the answer. Mm, that's a little... It's a little yeah. tricky. A uh, quick reminder, Jesse, if, if we get to see your hands when you're answering <laughs> questions, it'd be great. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Here's question three. All right. Who plays the character of Todd, Dave Lewiski's friend in 2010's Kick-Ass? What? Is that Evan Peters? For two points. That's Ooh. correct. Yeah. All right. Here Ass is... Kicker. Here is the fourth question. Fourth question. Here it is. In what Superman film will you hear the following quote? Do you know why the number 200 is so vitally descriptive to both you and me? It's your weight and my IQ. I want to say that is Superman the movie. That is incorrect. So, Amaru... In what Superman film will you hear the following quote? Do you know why the number 200 is so vitally descriptive to both you and me? It's your weight and my IQ. Superman for the quest for peace. Looking for Superman the motion picture. Superman the motion oh, picture. I, yeah. Superman the motion picture. That is question number four. It's a heartbreaker there. It's a tough one. Fifth and final question. Here it is. Who plays the character of Ben Grimm in 2005's Fantastic Four? Michael Chiklis. That is correct for two points. All right. So now we are going to drop out. 
Jesse Swift. 60 seconds, Sam, to talk to your competitor starting now. I could not be more proud of you right now, man. You are playing like a champion. Shake the steals off. If anyone's going to judge you by steals, they're not watching the Schmodown correctly. You had an amazing first round, dude. If it wasn't for PJ getting all cute with us, you'd have gone perfect, and we know it. So I want you to stay in that headspace. We talked at length about this wheel. So I just want to see you do your thing. You are rolling right now like the great player you are. So let's do it. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know I'm a little annoyed about that, but uh, that's, that's what we do. We're gonna we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it moving. Shake Enjoy. it off. Shake right. it off. The score is much closer than than uh, I would have thought it would be right now. So this is this is all you, dude. Here's the wheel. Round and round it goes. Some other new categories lurking on there, Christian. Scores and soundtracks. Sam, 60 seconds to decide if you're going to keep it. Sorry, no. Um, I, I don't mind, but there's plenty uh, more on there that I like better. Uh, yeah, so I, I, agree. I feel if like we should again. Yeah. If it lands on this again, I feel great about it, but I think that there's other stuff there that would be more fun. So let's go yep. for it. We'll spin again. Spin again. All right, here it is. Whatever Amaru gets this time, he's going to stick with. And Unless it's comic book movies. Unless it's comic book. Thank you, Sam. Was it your first time playing? It is, I think. Uh, Batman oh, films. There you go. All right, Amaru, you're going to get five questions in the realm of Batman films, Mark. That's right. In the world of Bruce Wayne, excuse me, Batman movies. Here we go. First of five for two points is Pat Hingle plays what character in Batman 1989? Commissioner Gordon. Who else knows about this? That is correct, and that is two points, Christian. We find, we find ourselves with a one-point game. Swift still clinging to a narrow lead. All right, here's the next one. And that would be Rutger Hauer, Killian Murphy, and Tom Wilkinson appear in what Batman film? Batman Begins. My favorite comic book movie of all time is correct for two points. Moses has the lead. Looking for more with his third of five questions here in round two. Amaru, in how many Batman films has Morgan Freeman appeared? Five, four, three, Two. Multiple choice. Your multiple choice options are, is it A1, B2, C3, or D4? Four. That is incorrect. And now we go to Jesse. Jesse, again, I'm going to ask the question and give you your options again. Then you can wager a guess. In how many Batman films has Morgan Freeman appeared? Is it A1, B2, C3 or D4? C3. It is C3, and that's a huge steal, steal for Swift. Big steal for Swift. C3PO. All right. All right. Here's the uh, fourth question for Amaru. That's right. Find ourselves with a tied ball game once again. And your fourth question, which would be the penultimate one in the world of Batman. Who voices mob boss Salvatore Valestra in Batman Mask of the Phantasm? 
Multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Stacy Keach, B, Abe Vigoda, C, Eric Roberts, or D, Hart Bachner? Abe Vigoda. Screen and stage legend Abe Vigoda is correct for one point. And once again, Moses has the lead. All right. Last question here. Here it is. Your fifth and final question in the world of Batman cinema. In Batman Forever, the film's first lines from Alfred have him suggesting to get Bruce Wayne a what? Five, four, three, two. Multiple choice. All right, your options. Is it A, a sandwich, B, an oil change, C, a new suit, or D, a mojito? Five, four. Repeat three. the options, please. First one. All right. And the options are, for a point, is it A, a sandwich, B, an oil change, C, a new suit, or D, a mojito? An oil change. That is incorrect. And so for a big steal here, Jesse Swift going to give you the question and options once again. In Batman Forever, the film's first lines from Alfred have him suggesting to get Bruce Wayne a what? Is it A, a sandwich, B, an oil change, C, a new suit, or D, a mojito? Mark, I would like you to tell me that it's C, a new suit. I would love to do that as well, but unfortunately, Batman ultimately got drive through, but the offer was for a sandwich. Sandwich. So 14, 13, one point lead by the two rookies as we see ourselves the 14, 13. Moses up by one. Round number three is about to begin. Mark, what do you got? We got us a ball game here, Christian. This is going to get fun because round three will determine the match. Unless we go to sudden death overtime, PJ, have fun in that case. In the meantime, round number three, we actually need some help from each competitor. We need you all to give us a series of numbers. These numbers may range from 1 to 16. You may not use the same numbers as your opponent. Now, why is that? Because each number corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia, showdown, inner geekdom, know-how. Some categories old, some categories new, some are brand new. Your first question is going to be worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. And your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five big points. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round number three. And so because we have Amaru Moses in the lead by one, we're going to get your three numbers first. From one to 16, what feels lucky? 16, 10, 13. 16, 10, and 13 for Amaru and for Jesse. All right, uh, birth month is May, so I'm going to go five, and then my score is 13, so I'm going to do one and three, please. One five, and one, three. three. All right, five, one, three for Jesse. Amaru, 16, 10, 13. All right, so the way we're going to do this first is that we're going to drop Jesse out. Sam, you got 60 seconds to talk to Amaru here starting now. Dude, all we wanted was the lead going into round three, and we have the lead going into round three. 
You get to pick your numbers first. You get to sit back. He's got to answer some questions before it kicks back. I want to remind you, point of parliamentary procedure, you have all three of your JTE rules left because you only asked a repeat of the multiple choice, not the whole question, in round two. So all three of those are yours. Use them if you need them. Deep breaths, man. Yes, sir. Good. Okay. Good. Cool. All right. You guys didn't use your whole time. Thank you for that. All right. Now we're going to move. You want you want to chat about baseball or something, man? Um, nah, I think yeah, I'm no. good. I think we're right. He's, he's rolling, Christian. I'm not wasting anybody's time. All right, gonna drop out, Sam. All right, Corey, you got 60 seconds starting now. Dude, incredible work. I I cannot believe how this is going. Uh, you're playing better than you even have in the mock matches, which means you're better under the lights than even in practice. I am the opposite. I forget my own name. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, and the uh, awesome thing about practice is I have two lights here and here, so anytime I'm in front of the camera, I am under the lights. But thank you, Koi, for the prep and the mock matches and getting me ready for this. I feel jazzed. It's been an awesome match. It's been a scrap, as Christian has said in the past. Dude, you didn't lose any of those steals. Uh, the things you didn't know, he also didn't know. You got your own. Uh, I'm really That's impressed I'm that you're for. doing. You didn't also need any JTs round two, so you've still got one. You're very composed. I love where your head's at. This is really our game to win. This is a great scenario for us to be in going into round three, man. Thank you, Coy. All right. Thank Let's you, Coy. It. All right. Thank you, Coy. All right. So our competitors are here. And now we start. Jesse, you chose category number five. That is in the realm of mixed bag. Mixed bag is the category. This could be anything. Could I've seen that one. Be anything, and here is the category of mixed bag. Your two pointer. Who stars as the lawman Roy in R.I.P.D.? I believe that to be Ryan Reynolds. Looking for Jeff Bridges. Looking for Jeff Bridges. Dang it. So two pointer there missed uh, by Swift, and now we get to Jesse's three pointer. That's category one. And that is in Swashbuckling Adventure. Swashbuckling Adventure. That is going to be your category here. Swashbuckling Adventures for your three-pointer, Jesse. Here we go. All right. For your three-pointer. In what year was the Lone Ranger released? Two thousand thirteen. That's correct for three points. Big three pointer there for Jesse as he throws it back now. Sixteen fourteen. Amaru is going to try to tie it here with his two pointer mark. That's right, and that comes in the numbered sixteen category of DC movies. And your question for two points. This is going to tie you with Swift if you can get it correct there. And here we go. Amaru need you to finish the line spoken by Batman to Superman in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Do you blank? Bleed. Turns out he does. And that is a correct answer. And we are tied at the top, Christian. We're tied at the top. We're going to stick with Amaru here. He's going to try to get himself another lead here with his three-pointer category 10. Category 10, and that corresponds to, I have a feeling this is a newer one. That's going to be Alien and Predator. 
and your question for three points and a three-point lead. Who plays Special Agent Peter Keyes, posed as a DEA agent leading a special task force in Predator 2? Gary Busey. You imagine that guy leading a task force? That is correct for three points. I'm very excited that Amru got that correct. There it is. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here we go. Here is so. Here's where we stand right now. Our score at the moment: Amaru has the lead here, 19-16. Jesse Swift hits his five. He bounces his back and forces Amaru to try to win it. However, if Jesse misses the five pointer here, then Amaru will take the victory. All right, Jesse, you chose category number three. Category number three, and that is in the realm of dystopian future. Dystopian future slash time travel. All right. Here you go. Who plays the character of Wilford, who is the creator and the caretaker of the engine in Snowpiercer? Tilda Swinton. And your winner, ladies and gentlemen, Amaru Moses. The answer was Ed Harris. The answer was Ed Harris, and Amaru takes the victory. Unbelievable. And always Ed Harris. It's always Ed Harris. They're always Ed Harris, and Amaru takes the, the victory there. Amaru, look, man, that is a big, big victory here. You had a lot of uh, a lot of pressure on you as that number one pick by Sam Levine. How do you feel about the performance here today, my man? Um, I'm, I'm low-key not happy about my performance, but I don't care because I got the win and I have 19 points in a bad game. So I am feeling great. I am feeling good. Um, I can take pressure. I can take pressure when I'm not answering questions and... This is this is one of many. I'm 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 uh, I'm real happy. And uh, Jesse, you, you worked, man. You worked me, and I appreciate it. Uh, Sam, you're beaming with pride, like a proud papa. What is it about Amaru's performance today that gives you the most glee? Um, there's so many things that make me happy, but we were literally talking about Predator Two yesterday, and I just casually mentioned. Gary Busey! Gary Busey! Yes. He already knew it, but I just love that we talked about it yesterday. And that wound up being the points that he needed to scoop the victory here. Look, I mean, people are always going to find a way to say why someone's not as great as other people think, and they're wrong. They're just wrong. This man right here, this man right here, is going to be a force to be reckoned with in Intergeekdom this season. No two ways about it. I'm, I'm so glad. Happy. I'm so glad that people haven't seen my best yet, because now well, they're going to underestimate me. Let me mm-hmm. ask you about that, Amaru. So, so you you come in here, you have you have a, a you you got the win. That's the big thing. You got the first win, the showdown. That's always the toughest for everybody who's coming in here. I mean, Sam can tell you like it's it took a it 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 takes a bit, and when it does, it feels good. But you did it, and now what are obviously the goals are to win points for the faction. We know that, but as you for a competitor 
how badly do you want the championship? Is it something that you think that you can get quick or you want to get a couple wins under your belt? Like, what are you feeling coming into this league as, as, uh, as a noob? Uh, the goal has always been to end the year better than I started. And this is a great start. So game after game, I'm, I'm really looking one game ahead. Uh, that belt, that well, belt will be mine one day. I can, I, I know that I have that capability, but my my thoughts right now are on next game, 20 points or better, plain and simple. Fair enough. Uh, and a win, and it better be a win. Yeah, uh, uh, 20 of the loss ain't acceptable. Well, Sam, Bro, if you just retire right now, you'll have a thousand points. Oh, don't start getting that in people's heads, will you? You're, you're going to be the Sam. only person that did that. Stop this. Uh, so let me let me ask you this, Sam, because like you last year, the usual suspects, the biggest uh, weakness, blind spot in usual suspects was in inner geekdom. Um, mm-hmm. So now you seem to have filled that up. Plus, you know, you got your Star Wars match. Hell, you got a match tomorrow. Marie Wilson and Sean Sullivan going at it in Star Wars. So was that part of the strategy to make sure that to to build on? We know what Drew McQueenie, Liz Shannon Miller and Ethan can do in, in the singles and teams. But now is this where the usual suspects start to get dangerous? I, I, absolutely. I mean, we are we are not uh, missing any key areas in, in all of Schmodown this year. I am so confident in all of my players in all divisions, and I'm so glad that uh, getting to start the season off great with a couple of rookies who I have so much faith in, who I believe in so much, because I know how great they are. I know how hard they work. So uh, I'm going to really set the tone for what we're going to accomplish this year. All right. Well, thank you. Congratulations, Amaru, for your first victory here in the Schmodown. Congratulations to you, Sam, and we'll see you again tomorrow, Sam. Jesse, we start with you, man. This was a this was nothing to hang your head on, man. This is your first match. You you wind up just going down there by uh, by three points. You missed that five pointer. Was Ed Harris ever on the brain, or was Tilda just the first one you thought of? And do you think it might have been a rookie mistake to not use that final JTE and think about it? Uh, fair question, Christian. And I had three cast members on the brain, two of them being protagonists. So Tilt is what I went with. Um, so not that one. And you know what? Uh, Amaru is fire. And I played with fire. I got a little burnt. But the thing about getting burnt is you get scar tissue, which means I'm going to be tougher and I'm going to be more ready and I'm going to have more study time between now and my next match. So I think we're good. Hey, Corey, th- this kid's attitude says nothing but resilience. And, and after such a, a tough second round a, a, a possible a challengeable question that wasn't gotten in in time but then you see the resolve in round number three what does that mean to you about jesse swift and his future in the schmodown i mean there's a reason he was my pick for ig there's a reason that like when when this came to it i was so excited i said on the day i'm so excited he's still here this is the way i wanted it to go i'm honored to have him as a merc i'm honored to see that man in that sweatshirt uh, I do, I will honestly own, because there will be comments in the thread and I will curb them now, I will say it publicly. I, for the first time, feel like I failed one of my faction members as a manager. I didn't, I wasn't quick draw enough on the challenge. It worked out that it didn't didn't affect the outcome, but if it had, man, they would have crushed me and maybe it would have messed with them psychologically. All of that being said, I will not let this season be like last season. Last season, I went on backstage, I talked about how I wasn't gonna challenge as much, and I, I, I don't know if, I wanna be a face, because I like the world, but I don't want to be a nice guy when it comes to the game, because I love people, but I love winning too. So Jesse, (laughs) if my love of winning 
is needing to be stronger than my love of people. That's the way I'm going to be for this faction. So I apologize if my love of people slowed my fingers. It won't happen again, I promise you. We'll have you scare me up some points next time. <laughs> I, I, that we can do. And dude, just in general, so proud of you. You, The way you played without hesitating, the way you actually used JTEs to get the points, again, not losing them, and the way your confidence didn't waver when you didn't, like, if something went wrong, it didn't affect you. You stayed zen, dude. I'm, I'm so legitimately proud of you. Just here to be calm and quirky. Yeah, well, look, it was a great performance by both you guys here, too. Coming in here, it's got to be intimidating in general for the first time playing, uh, and you did a great job. You went down to your five-pointer against the number one uh, rank, excuse me, drafted pick by the usual suspects. So this is uh, this is something to be proud of, Jesse. You played very well. We look forward to seeing the Jackal again. We look forward to seeing the Quirky Mercs coming up right around the corner. A lot of stuff happening. Next week, you got Saul and John Humphrey so this is going to be the start of the season here for the Mercs. Congratulations once again to a great, great uh, match fought by the Jackal. And then once again to Koi. Guys, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Mark, this is something like you look at this. This shows you the different class of like what rookies are now. These are people who have been watching this game understanding this game, know how to use JTEs, know how to do particular things. Now, I also think that if someone like uh, like Jesse, right, who maybe because it's his first match, he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to challenge. Maybe he should have challenged that that question. Maybe it is. And the challenge we're talking at hand was Superman the motion picture listed in our document as Superman the motion picture, but potentially it could have been Superman the movie listed somewhere else. Challenge wasn't put in at the right time, um, so it wasn't uh, uh, it was we we didn't even catch it, so that's what Koi was referring to. Um, but maybe Jesse could say challenge. I want to at least check it out. This is the beginnings of these guys' career, so learning these things is part of the game, also. And the birth of greatness, I think, for both of them. I, I don't think Swift has anything to hang his head about, and certainly Moses excited about, as he said, where this season could end for him. But neither one of these fellows' careers is ending anytime soon. They're just getting started, and they proved that with their acumen here today. You talk about just getting started. Well, we're just getting started because that's just match number one of the new season. Yeah, we had our big pay-per-view, but we got some more stuff happening. Tomorrow, Star Wars Division. You just saw Sam. Well, he's back again with another rookie prospect, Dragon Con champion Marie Marvelous. Marie Wilson is going to be taking on Sean the St. Sullivan from Corruption this time around. No longer with the Den. Ken Sully get himself a win or is Marie going to start to make a statement for those Dragon Con players? We're going to find out tomorrow. Um, and then on, on Friday, Marisol McKee, the big story. She was going to be the biggest draft pick, but it didn't happen. Kate picked her up and then traded her for two big picks and she's back on corruption. She goes up against Vinny Mancuso of the dungeon. Uh-uh, he's not on the dungeon. He's on swag. Who thought that was going to happen? But Winston Marshall and Shannon going head-to-head and then on March 5th, that's right, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, it is our second pay-per-view and it is the debut of Versus. Dangerous. Dan Merle from the dungeon goes head-to-head -head with the Insnider reigning team's champion, Jeff Snyder. The first time these two have ever contended against each other, and it is for the singles number one contender match March 5th. Get your tickets at the theschmodownlive.com, or you get it at $10 patrons. You're going to get three pay-per-views. Three pay-per-views if you join the Patreon today. $10 patrons get it. I'm excited, Mark. 
man, what a season already. I already we have a great season at hand and folks can chime in. We love hearing from you all on all social media platforms at the Schmodown. And of course, join that Facebook group and get all of your airs grieved there. A lot of fun, a lot of nice folks and a lot of, as Jesse said, new friends there. Hey, your friends quadruple or even quintuple when you hang out with us here at the movie trivia Schmodown. It's going to be a good season, partner. It is indeed. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Follow Amru, follow Jesse, follow all of us and make sure you subscribe to this channel. What a season we have and we're just getting started. Once again, for Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. See you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.